The Sixers picked up the sharpshooter they needed and Buddy Hill, but they lost a lot of toughness. We'll talk about that and more next on Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast system. You're here every day. So what's up? My name is Keith Pompey. I'm with my right-hand man, John Mitchell. We're the co-hosts of Locked On 76ers. What's up, y'all? to talk about. lot to talk about. Yeah, while he's saying what's up, y'all, I'm I'm like being rude and all this. That's all right. That's all right. You from Frank, you from Frankfurt, man? Y'all rude. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but look, but here's the deal. I, you know, the, the trade they made yesterday was a trade deadline day. The thing is, they they needed like a shooter, right? Mm-hmm. Some people may have argued they needed another ball handler, right? But the real biggest thing that they needed was a center. Yeah, they needed a dominant center. There was two centers that were who were available. One was Andre Drummond, and the other one was um, was Kelly uh, Kelly Olynyk. Um, Sixers didn't do anything in regards to that. But here's the deal. They got the, to me personally with them picking up Buddy Hill from which ended up being a three team trade with them picking him up from uh, Indiana. It made them marginally better. They got the shooter. They got all this other stuff, but they lost a lot. Like the, the, the trade that they made when they traded Patrick Beverly to um, to the Milwaukee Bucks in exchange for Cam Payne to bet. So they basically switched out backup point guards, right? Mm-hmm. You know, talking to sources, I was told that was because what they're doing is they're, they're basically going to bring in they they believe they can get another, another guard. And that guard is going to be a point guard and everybody thinks it's going to be Kyle Lowry. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things where you're creating space for him. But overall, Mitch, I'm going to be real with you. When I woke up this morning and was thinking about this trade, I'm questioning if they got any better. Mm-hmm. I, I just am. Now, a lot of it to me is going to depend on what you can get from the buyout market, but I'm hopeful that they can get a lot for them because, you know, it, it wasn't underwhelming, but outside the Buddy Hill move, it it, right. it, it, it was to me. It was just, uh, stash and uh, slash and salary. It seemed like. Yeah, I think um, you know, getting. I mean, they, they they did fulfill their need with the three point shooter. I mean, you got to give them credit for bringing in Buddy Hill. No doubt. You know, you give them credit for being twenty second in NBA history. He's made about eighteen hundred three pointers, and he shoots at forty percent. Um. 
and any and he's shooting the well this year. He's eighth in the league from threes. Uh, but it's it's I kind of, they they kind of do appear to be doggy paddling. Um, they, they, they're trying to stay above, keep their heads above water. Like you said, I don't think anybody woke up this morning saying the 76ers roster is now ready to charge back up into contention for a top three spot in the Eastern Conference. You know, you definitely don't have that. You have a team. Uh, I, I mean, you figure Buddy Hill will help them spread the floor. Um, but who's he spreading the floor for? You know, you got Tyrese, Tobias, Kelly Oubre. Uh, and, you know, and as you touched on, they've, they've, they've lost some toughness. And, and, and you know, we kind of talked offline. I think toughness sometimes is a little bit overrated, man. It's, you know, this team has lost seven of eight games, man. It's not like, you know, any of those guys on the, who were on that roster with Mike Tyson and if a fight broke out somewhere, you'd be like, I'm with this guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, so um you know so uh but but but, but you know you, you you will miss a guy like Marcus Morris um and 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 Pat Bev you know Pat Bev kind of fit that Philly mold and and I mean he did have some games where you know that Boston game where he I you know where he did step up and make contributions um you know, for what he's, you know, he's guy who's on a minimum salary uh, and, and and became well-liked here in Philly. But, you know, I, I think the Buddy Hill thing is, you know, if, if Joel and if that, that big F that we are, if that we always live with, if Joel and B can come back this year uh, or can he entice him to resign? Can he, you know, Buddy Hill be enticed to resign with the Sixers next year? Yeah, they're, they're still kind of in the same place. You know, they're not better defensively, and they've been, you know, teams have been putting up points on them lately. Uh, so they're, they're, they're kind of right where they were. They're, they're kind of right where they were at the at the beginning of the uh, of, of the whole trade uh, flurry and um, the trade right before the trade deadline. And, again, everything they do seems to point to what they might be in the future, you know. Um, but for now, you know, for now, there's still a bad team that's lost seven of their last eight basketball games and it's on a three-game losing streak. Yeah. Um, the, the, the thing is, when, when, I, when I talk about the toughness is because when we think about it, like a couple of years ago when they lost to two, two seasons ago, they lost to the Miami Heat in the second round. And the going theme was we got to get tougher. Right. right. If you notice, it, it, this whole thing is like a a, a circle, like a cycle. Yeah. And so what it is, is like before they wanted to get tougher, what was it? It was, we got to get shooters, right? We got to yeah. get shooters. So and then- depressing me, man. You're depressing people. No, no. So we got to get shooters. So who are the shooters that they had? They had uh, Danny Green mm-hmm. and they had- um, um, uh, Seth Curry, right? Son-in-law. I used to call him son-in-law. And they, they couldn't play defense. Huh? And, and they couldn't play defense. And they, but they couldn't play defense. So, I mean, Danny got injured and all this and that. Yeah. So it was like one of those things where, like, you know, they needed to get, a, or they had to get rid of uh, Seth to get uh, to get Harden and all this and that, right? So, they, you know, they got rid of these dudes. But then it was one of those things where it was one where they – basically are like, you know, um, we got to get tougher. So right. what happens is 
they go out, they bring, they they get PJ Tucker, they get D House, they get these guys, and they 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 supposed to bring the toughness. Right. And next year, you know, as part of just to get rid of Harden, they go out there and they bring in, you know, Marcus Morris. They sign Patrick Bev in the in the offseason. So finally, the toughness that they wanted, they got. Right. Now, right. If your team is getting blown out. Toughness really helps when y'all in close games when you can get in somebody's face. But if y'all getting blown out, yapping ain't going to do anything, right? Right. So, but my thing is, it just seems like it's a cycle, like because this is something that you really wanted, and now when you look at this team, you know who's going to be there to that people like. See, when you go and you play against Pat Bev, people are like, man, I ain't messing with him. He a fool. Like this dude get on my nerves, even yeah. if you're scared of him or not. Like. He just annoys you to a point yeah. you don't want to be bothered. Like yeah. it becomes a mental game. Marcus Morris doesn't say too much or nothing. It doesn't say uh, a man a few words. I'll say that. But at the so same that, time, but, but nobody yeah. messed with him. They I just look like, yeah. yo, that brother from North Philly, like he one of them Philly cats. We ain't messing with him. Yeah. You, know, you look at you look at Jaden Springer, guy they got rid of. Man, like he just locked that. down. He just locked down two all stars, right? Yeah. And then I'm gonna tell you another low key tough dude. Just, don't yeah. nobody miss him. So yeah. my thing is, it's one of those things where they got rid of all of them, and I get it. You got the shooter, but you got rid of these dudes. So we got to figure it out. And then here's the thing about that whole trade. See, it came out later that it was a three team trade, but at first. It, they were saying that it was between the Sixers and um, and Indiana. So what the Sixers did is they gave up Marcus, they gave up uh, they, they they gave up Furcon, and they gave up three draft picks, right? And they gave cash, right, one point five million for Buddy Hill. So you're like, all right, that's the guy they wanted. Okay, right. they did that. Well, then this the the Pacers. And turned, flipped one of those draft picks, yeah, and Marcus to the Spurs for Doug. I'm like, hold up. So you mean yeah. to tell me they basically said we don't want them? We're gonna get Doug McDermott. But y'all going to give us this draft pick to help us yeah. get it. Right. So I, hey, I, right. But then it, as it came out, it was like they said it was a three-team trade. But but so that those are some of my questions. Like, I was like, wow, they got – don't tell me they got hoes. You yeah. Know, they don't tell me they got hoes. But it is what it is. But, look, we got to break down this Jaden Springer stuff when I get back, when we get back from this quick read. I want to talk about eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball's Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to pride you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked as this week's eBay Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Pick of the Week. Mm, you know who I'm going with, man? Who's that, Keith? I'm going with Ben Mandarin. Buddy Hill, now that Buddy Hill is with the Sixers, 
this could mean more minutes for Mandarin. And I think that he's a pretty good player, nice young talent. I like the way he plays. I think that right now, like he's going to get in there and he's going to take advantage of the opportunities and explode, right? Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And NBA Motors knows a championship team about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle, right? So, you know, a question for y'all. What is your dream ride? What's a memory of a car you love? Do you remember a time that you had to fix the car to keep it running? Or a cool upgrade you really wanted? With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, look at these prices. You're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Do it today, people. Definitely do it today. Now, the thing is, like, we talked about the whole Jaden Springer thing, and I get it. Jaden Springer's a guy, like, I think they've been trying to, you know, team wasn't getting a lot of uh play at first this and that um his shooting isn't up to par but the last two games which i guess turned out to be showcase games but but they actually needed them to play he played great yeah i mean he shut down luca luca wanted no parts of him luca donage um and then steph curry couldn't get a bucket until half the third quarter against him like he just could he, he shut him out. He yeah. was right. Phil, so um or Phil Goldless. So the thing is, it's it's one of those things where that was a little bit of a head scratcher to me. Mm-hmm. Um now what it does it do, it does free up flexibility for him, but it was a head scratcher because um I, I just didn't understand it, man. I mean, because of this guy could be a young player that you have that you can develop who can be a solid defender, homegrown, mm-hmm. turning out to possibly be in a steal, and you got rid of him. Yeah, and it's it, you know, it, it sort of reminds me of in a way of the whole Matisse Thibault thing, you know, a guy who played defense, um, and a guy you said, Well, the 76ers can develop him. You know, he, he he brings a little. He brings toughness, even as as a young twenty one year old player. Springer brought toughness, and Matisse brought a degree of toughness. And now, you know, you it's like it's just like you develop him. And, and and granted, he was playing because he had to be, he had to play. But what people did get a chance to see was a guy. You know, I mean, how many times have we seen him? You know, chase down somebody and block this shot. You know, to get up in somebody's chest. So he's he's got the traits, he's got the traits that you want to see in a player, especially a young player. He looks hungry, you know. He looks hungry, and um, 
Yeah, that, that, that was a head scratcher to me because, I mean, yeah, it, it gives them some more flexibility, but how much flex, I mean, how much more flexibility is that giving them? I, you know, you would like to see an organization get a guy, bring him up through their system and, uh, and, and develop him into a player. Now he's in a situation now with Boston. So he, you know, he'll, he'll learn a lot there, you know, and, and, and you, you know, you won't be expecting to see him because of the depth of that roster, it's a championship roster. And, um, you know, but, but here he was getting, he was starting to get some floor time and, and who knows how much more floor time he would have gotten this year and how much better he may have gotten. You, you just don't know. I, you know, I, I think this team just tends to give up on younger players a little too soon, you know, and, 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 and he's the latest example. Yeah, I mean, you know, it and you know, his four million dollars comes off the books for next year because they picked that up. Um, but it's like you said, it's that Matisse, the same thing. It's just you need defensive minded guys. Like, I think that he could fill in and help protect, he could have been somebody that could have protect Tyrese Maxey, you know what I mean? Yeah, on the dirty stuff on him. But hey, look, he gained confidence. He may be a champion, man, NBA champion this year. Good for him. And, like, the thing about them is their bench is weak. They're upgrading it a little bit. So I I can see where, like you said, he's probably not going to get a lot of minutes. But what he will get is he'll get opportunities to go in there and just be disrupted. Disruptive at times, you know, make the game ugly, get in people up in people's skin. And my thing is I'm not really big on trading people. to your arch rival either like you know like that that motivation factor but you know more more power for him to him um you know if once he gets that shot down he's going to be good but for him it's just the confidence thing i think he gets that he'll be fine yeah you know i mean what's your thoughts on campaign you 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 know I as my, I, as much as i kind of like pat bev and i i kind of like pat bev's personality i do like pat bev's toughness um i mean but let's, let's be honest the guy you know campaign is a better shooter mm-hmm. um so you bring him in here and so you, you he's, a, he's a better shooter than pat bev although pat bev just shot the song so nice when he shot the ball well from three this year but um yeah and he's younger he's younger uh he's he's bounced around a bit but i i, I think that's some i think i actually think it's a marginal upgrade to be honest you know, I think he's a guy who can, you know, who can you can put him at the point some. You know, he can. He's another guy behind. You know, if, if they bring him along, right? You know, it's okay. You you bring this guy in here, cultivate the talent that he has. He's not a, he's not a spring chicken to the league, but let's let's do something with him. Let's let's see him on the floor, and I, I suspect we will see him on the floor um, until they, unless they do something big on the buyout market. So. I, you know, I, I like that move. Again, I didn't want to see Pat Bev go because, you know, we've been watching a, a mediocre basketball team for the last two and a half weeks now, um, going on three weeks. And, you know, Pat Bev provided a spark in some of these blowouts, you know, that they've, they've been experiencing, I mean, blowout losses they've, they've absorbed. So, um, but, you know, I, I, I understand it. I'm not for it, but I understand it. Understand bringing a younger, longer, better shooter. I, I get all that. Yeah, it, you know he's going to provide that. 
if you have, you know, if Kyle Lowry comes or if you get somebody else, he'll probably be, you know, a, a third guard or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Second, you know, because I don't even know, like, you know, we got to figure out when D Melt comes back, the Anthony Melt and what they do. I almost, I almost so, forgotten about him, Keith. Yeah, he's supposed to come back. Like, uh, he's supposed to, they, they want to give him a couple games before the All Star break. I guess it didn't get everything. He wanted to come back last week, and I guess he wasn't up to par. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, they want to give him a couple games before the stretch, the All Star, I mean, before the All Star break, right? So we'll see how that one goes. We'll, we'll definitely check that out. But look, I want to talk to y'all about Nissan. All right, I, I'm, you know, are you the kind of driver that likes to push things a little further? Ever wonder what adventures could be around the next corner? Or our friends at Nissan have a line of SUVs with capabilities that take your adventure to the next level. First one I want to talk about is the the Nissan Road, right? It's perfect for the city drives and, and for great escapes. Class exclusive, um, built in, and you're always updating assistant to call for the, almost everything. Gone are the days of connecting your phone. Google Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play stores are built right into the 12.3 inch HD home screen system. The 2024 Rogue is the perfect mid size crossover for your adventure. Now I want to talk to y'all about the Armada. See, the Armada is a great car, especially the 2024 one. Will change what you expect from a full-size SUV. Picture a rugged 4x4 that can seat up to 8 in first-class luxury and style. Too bigger and explore further with the 2024 Armada. So now what you do is you take the Nissan Rogue, the Nissan Pathfinder, and Nissan Amada, and go find your next big adventure. Shop NissanUSA.com. Do it today, people. Definitely do it today. I'm going to send my man John after you. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Nissan guy myself. Yeah, yeah. Nissan guy. Okay, okay. Okay, so maybe they need to hook us up, right? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Maxima guy. Okay, well, they want to sell that. They um, you better get a Pathfinder, boy. You better upgrade. They want they want to get them SUVs. Yeah, fix them. But the Pathfinder, I mean, the, the Maxima is is the joint. Gas, yeah. gas is reasonable, so I go with the SUV. If yeah, yeah, yeah. So John, tonight, man, they play the Atlanta Hawks. Um, you know, it's one of those things where. Um, you know, it's like it's weird. Like, you know, right now, if things could change by tonight, then the Sixers don't have to shoot around this morning. But I do expect Buddy Hield and all of them to, you know, arrive today. You expect, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You expect them to arrive today, get adjusted, meet people, the whole nine. You know, um, according to the press releases, the trades are official for mm-hmm. them. But at the 630, um, Injury report this morning is said that the trades were still pending. Okay. And they're out because of that. So when you think of that, so you got those guys out. And I think before we go on off air, before we came on air, uh, they only have seven available 
regular contract players for tonight because of Joel Embiid's going to be out. The uh, Anthony Melton's out. Nico Batum's out. Uh, the two Buddy Hield campaign is out. And so is Robert Covington. So they got seven guys on their full-time roster. Now they do have three two-way players in Turk Smith, Ricky Council, mm-hmm. and Kenny Lofton. So mm-hmm. those three are going to be included. So they got 10 guys available. This ain't what you want to do going up against a game. And, like, your, your team is free-falling right about now. You got, like, you got a three-game losing streak. You had, you lost seven to eight. In this type of, in this type of situation. Yeah. It's tough. Like, it, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, you know, like you said, they've lost seven of eight. They got a three-game losing streak, and they're bringing in guys who – um you know, who are just not, you know, not NBA regulars. Uh, and I mean, I could very well see seven of eight turning into eight of nine tonight. I mean, you know, I mean, the one thing for, for Sixers fans, you know, you, you look at some of the younger players who were the two-way guys, but beyond that, you know, during this this recent stretch where they lost seven of eight, I mean, they've been, they haven't been able to stop anybody, Keith. People have been running by them. I mean, Pacers, Blazers, and the Nets all scored 130 points or more against them. Um, and in five of those games, and those out of their last eight, the Sixers have just scored have scored 107 points or less. So you know, this could be one. This could look like one of those offensively. You know, uh, they might struggle to get to 85 points tonight, 85, 90 points. So. Um, you know, you never know. It's, it's, it's you never know who might show up under these circumstances. But you know, so many times a trade deadline, this is what teams look like. You know, you're running and you're running bodies out there because you're waiting for the you're waiting for the cavalry to arrive. Um, but you're right. This is not in this situation. The All Star break coming up and after trade deadline, this is one. You know, you when you look at the schedule, you say, okay, I'm in Atlanta. It's at home on a Friday. I should be able to get them. Um, but, you know, Trey Young can have his way out there tonight. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, and the crazy part is if you're Trey Young, this is a game that if I'm him, I'm motivated. Because you mean you he's going to be like, yo, guess what? Yeah, I'm going up against Maxi. Maxi got all-star and I didn't? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to be motivated. Like, you know what I mean? And, and – you know, and not to say that, you know, Maxi can't match it, but uh, he can. But what I'm saying, because Maxi could play, he's been in the struggle lately. But I'm saying mm-hmm. this team is coming in here trying to prove something. This guy is right. coming here trying to prove something. You know, right. so it's, right. it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. You and know, you know Atlanta's you know going to play them the same way. They're going to blitz Maxi and let Trey at the other end, you know, do as he feels. Yeah, yeah, you know, and then you might have DeJounte Jeff Murray saying, what you mean y'all didn't want to come get me? I'm going right. to give y'all the business, too. Well, right. you, know, you know how I feel about that. Bad yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 that's your boy, that's your boy, that's your boy. But it's a bad, this is a bad matchup, man, for the Sixers right about now. This is a bad matchup. I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, they, they, and the schedule's not getting much easier this month. You know, they, they got some ugly ones coming up. So, 
Whatever it, whatever represents the cavalry for them, it needs to arrive swiftly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. It needs to arrive swiftly. Well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, we'll we'll see. It's just tough time, man. It's tough. But the good thing is, they got uh, Washington tomorrow. So with them having Washington tomorrow, but they're they, Washington right now. The Sixers yeah. are Washington right now. I hear you, but, <laughs> but they're Washington right now. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it crazy, man? That's the thing that people don't realize about the NBA season. And, like, and I, I ain't going to lie. Like, I got caught up a little bit this year. Like, I've been covering this team forever. And I always mm-hmm. said to myself, I'm not going to get excited or overhype a regular season. Yeah, yeah. But this year, man, Joel was doing some phenomenal things. I'm looking at the new coach and Nick Nurse, and I'm saying to myself, wow. Yes. Wow. And now all of a sudden you're looking at it like, oh, mm-hmm. my, what the heck happened? You yeah. know what I mean? It's like you and get you know, uh, hmm? What's funny, Keith, I could actually see it in your writing, bro. I was really, I was like, man, because you know you got a reputation as being, you know, people say, oh, here comes Pompey to poo-poo on the 76ers. But you were, you know, you were calling Joel Embiid the best player on the planet. You were saying that there, in so many ways, there's been an upgrade at the coach. And you were starting to show some optimism, man. I was like, oh, this this, this doesn't sound like the old Grizzle reporter I've been reading for years now. <laughs> yeah, I was tricked. I was bamboozled. You were I bamboozled, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, please, man, you know, you please, saw it. Please, please, you saw it. landed on you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yo, but uh, yeah, I was, uh, yeah, they got me. I mean, it is what it is. But you know what? I, I did think it was a good. I mean, dude, like nine and zero, which is when everybody was up. Now again, that's a small yeah. sample size. Yeah. But ten and two with the starting lineup that they had, it's uh, yeah, yeah. I I, I was hoodwinked. I was hoodwinked. <laughs> We, we all thought he would be happy. We, we all, we, we, the one thing we compartmentalized was the reality that Joel just is not a healthy dude. Yeah, you know, you're right. That's the you're one right. thing we, we chose not to look at. Yeah, we did. We did. But so if you choose to look at the game or not tonight or not, make sure you come back to us this weekend to get the recap, right? Uh, for well, early next Monday, uh, to get the recap of what goes on tonight. And, the next game and some stuff on Buddy Hill and all that. But we want to thank y'all for listening. We really do. We want y'all to have a blessed day. We want y'all to have a blessed weekend. And uh, you just know that you can get locked on 76ers wherever you get your podcast ads, free and available wherever you get your podcast and on our YouTube channel. So have a great weekend, y'all. Peace. Go Chiefs. Boo! <laughs> <laughs>